0: If it's not adding anything positive in my life, then I'm going to remove it so I can open space for something else that will add that positivity, that, that joy. Hi, I'm Richard Biglia and you're entering a world gone good.
1: Well, hello. My name is Steve, and you are in a good place. How good? So good. It spans the entire world itself. Yes, that's right. This is World Gone Good, the podcast that shines the light into the darkness and or finds the light in the darkness to prove week after week after week after week there is so much good out there. Today's episode is is all about social media so question why aren't you following us on social media get on over to the gram the instagram to connect with us we are at world gone good podcast and we tweet the good away on twitter find us at world gone good one that's world gone good and the number one at the end follow us and we will happily follow you back and for doing just that we say as always thank you so I kind of just buried the lead or maybe I unburied the lead. How do lead burials work? Somebody let me know. We are going influencing people. Oh, don't act like you don't follow any influencers on your social media accounts yourself or that you haven't been influenced by someone else to buy some clothing or protein powder or donate to some dog rescue you see that the dog needs surgery or you see someone walk out of their hotel room and they dive into a pool that's right outside of their doors and they're taking in the crashing waves of Crete. Okay, so basically what I've just done is listed everything I'm guilty of doing, but is it guilty to be influenced, especially if you're being influenced in a good way? My guest knows a little something or two about this very topic. Richard Biglia brings his good light to social media. He's using it to spread positivity, and he's also learned a few things about himself through influencing others. So, I am talking about the good of social media the good of putting your life out there for the whole damn world to see. And I'm talking with you, Richard, because you have 54,000 followers on Instagram. And my first question to you is, did you wake up one day and go, holy shit, I have 54,000 followers? How does that even happen?
0: Actually, yes, yeah, it did really happen um, kind of uh, drastic like that. It was during the pandemic, uh, I actually joined TikTok And since I didn't have anything else to do, I was just creating TikTok videos and a few of them, uh, went viral. And then one day I realized that my TikTok was growing and I went and I passed, I went over to 210,000 followers in TikTok and a lot of them migrate into Instagram. So I went from like, I think 9,000 followers to 50 something within the course of like a couple of months.
1: And what did you do on TikTok that was so popular? Honestly, like
0: at the beginning, I was just trying to figure out what the app was about. And I think at the time, like in the beginning of the pandemic, the app was still trying to find its own identity. I was doing a lot of uh, of, of voiceovers, like uh, uh, lip syncs and just making it funny. And I did a little bit of dance. But even though I am a dancer, it was never really my thing to do. TikTok dances. They actually kind of bother me a little bit. I find them annoying. Um, and just more comedy. I think I just, because it was video-based, it just allowed me to bring my personality a little bit more than just a static photo on Instagram that you, you just leaves too much of room for
1: interpretation. What good has come to you from doing those videos and being part of TikTok and putting yourself out there?
0: Uh, well, at first, um uh, it, it was just like, allow me to, like I said, just bring my personality a little bit more. So for the people that only knew me from Instagram and had made their own mind of who I was or, uh, um, just created the story in their head, they could get a little bit more of, of my side. Um, like my, my funny side, my goofy side, I, I would say. And, uh, um, he also allowed to, to to grow my platform so I could bring out a little more of what I do. And it was right at the time when I was transitioning from being a full-time dancer performer into uh, fitness training. And uh, I think a lot of us during the pandemic were trying to reinvent ourselves and just be creative with our time and use the time somehow that the, the lockdown ended up being longer than expected. And um, allow me also to create connections and start in the fitness industry. And it was all through social media at first.
1: So here's what I really want to have been asking people and really want to know. Do you feel that you can be your authentic self online? Or is this a celebrity version of yourself? Not to say either is right or wrong. Do you get what I'm asking?
0: Uh, yes, yes. I understand what you're asking. It, it, I wouldn't say um, that it is a celebrity version of myself, but we we are in control of everything that we put out there on social media. I'm in control of what I post. I'm in control of what I decided to share. So it's not that it's a celebrity version, but it's definitely an enhanced version of my reality. You know what I mean? Sure. Um, I I post successful job that I did or like, a uh, some exciting new in my career or a fun place that I visited. So I'm kind of, it gives us a little bit of, uh, and that might be the wrong word to use, but the manipulation that I am allowing you to see what I want you to see. Um, I'm not posting my personal struggles, uh, in my personal life or, or how I struggle to to, to succeed in my career or like uh, a lot of the times uh, people don't post the the challenges they post after the challenge has been conquered. Um, And I feel like I'm guilty of that as well. And it's something that I've been trying to change and be a little more uh, relatable and human Um, because a lot of people come to me like, Oh my God, your life is perfect. You're always traveling. Well, Sure, I travel. I travel for work more than anything. Um, I I did do a, f- a few um, leisure trips lately, but a lot of them was because I was already, let's say, in the East Coast for work, and I had a weekend, so I ended up going to New York for a weekend and then came back home. But that whole part, we I, I just don't share. It's like it's just too much to... to I also like don't explain my whole life uh, uh, on social media. I kind of share the fun parts because that's when I what I do when I go to social media. I want to get entertained. I want to see what my friends are up to. I want to see what the celebrities that I follow are up to. Um, I don't need a step by step of you woke up, you drank your coffee, right. what you had for breakfast. You know, I'm not that. There's people that put things like that out there. Those are the people that I follow because I I do want to I want to be inspired and I want to be entertained when I go on social media.
1: Well, those are the videos that always make me laugh. Are these so many videos of like uh, the, you know they they like they, they, they pretend like they wake up and they get up and they stretch in their boxer shorts and they open the window and they go and brush their teeth and they make their coffee and I'm like, what the hell am I watching right now? But on and that, that takes the whole morning for them to do that. <laughs> right, they filmed it right and they have to edit the whole thing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, if we can be a little twenty twenty here, a little 60 minutes for a second here, you did for a long time share or for some time share a, some of your personal life, relationships, etc. Have you pulled back from that because yes, that's just a part of your – yeah, I was wondering about that because like, I'm being honest with you. I followed you. I don't even remember how I followed you or why I started. I don't know why I started following you. No, I'm saying – but I did and I do. But you've pulled back yes. quite a bit because you only have now you only have like fifty something stuff uh, videos and pictures up now where you used to have tons.
0: Yes, I've I've archived I want to say seventy percent of the content that I had out there on my Instagram. Uh, the reason why I did that, um, well, there's a few different reasons. The first one is um, I. I I'm open I'm an open book and I don't mind sharing my personal stories but it got to a point where um it got a little bit invasive into my personal life uh in, in terms because I was sharing people thought that they had the right to uh give me their input of how I was dealing with my relationships and um even like being a little judgmental or uh aggressive with their comments and then I realized that um, it was making my relationships uh, a little bit more difficult adding a lot of pressure by um, just having it in a way more public and more exposed Um, and my last relationship it was not a good experience he he added uh, the relationship itself wasn't already very healthy and that added another layer of unhealthy things to deal with, of like followers that get very invested in your life, like messaging me and and my ex, and it just created an extra layer of of, of stress. Um, and then I realized that I don't want to be recognized by who I'm dating or who I'm with in the in, in the moment if I happen to to be just dating casually or if I'm with someone that I have more of a serious relationship and are building something, I, I decided that I want to be recognized by who I am first. And, and also what am I there to like offer? So in this case, I'm really focused right now on my fitness career and it's been going amazing. And that's what I want to share with people and, and, and just bring more of like that good, that good part of it. If they want to draw mine, if they wanted to do, to, to get invested in the, in more personal stuff, there's enough, reality TV shows out there that they can go watch it Right. <laughs> <laughs> that I just don't, I didn't want to be um, a target of that. You know, I don't want to, I did it. And then, and then my last relationship didn't last. And when we, we broke up, it was a lot of messages like what happened and, and judgmental whoa, and, and speculation. And I was just like, I just, it's for a moment that I was healing and trying to move on. That wasn't healthy for me. So I made the choice to just leave the things out there that I wanted to share in the moment. And also from here on, which was about like a month or two that I did that cleanup, kind of have a fresh start to where I am going with my life right now, rather than be stuck in the past.
1: That's pretty powerful. And also you have the opportunity, we all have the opportunity to just... Turn it off and live our life I mean i am i 'm 52 years old, so guess what, everybody? I remember a long time ago, in my day, there was no internet, and if I wanted to talk to somebody, I had to get on the phone and call them or go see, physically go see them or write them an actual letter that we would mail, right yeah well I, I, I had
0: that in Brazil as well like I mean internet for me I, I, I think I had the first. Uh, internet in my my apartment with my family I was already 14 or 15 and that wasn't even like high-speed internet we're talking about you know having to disconnect to the phone line to be able to connect to the internet so I I remember that that time when uh, it wasn't as uh, you needed I would just call my friends after school.
1: Do any of your friends your close friends like mine do do they ever call you out on anything you put up? Like, oh, Richard.
0: Oh, yeah, 100%. 100%. <laughs> um, yeah, oh, my gosh. My, 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 my friends are definitely um, little bitches. <laughs> <laughs> they, will, uh, they will call me out. They will uh, be the first one. Well, for instance, once when I was I, I ended uh, relationships in the past, and I'm not talking about my previous my, 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 my most recent one. I'm talking about any of of relationships as I was growing up and maturing with it. Um, I always go into a petty phase, which I want to post passive aggressive memes. And they would be the first one to call me out and like make me take them down, which I now appreciate them so very much for um, not letting me get there. But, um, or like, even like, trying to heal and then posting way too many t- thirst traps and things like that. They would call me out right away. And that's one of the things that I was trying to like, uh, use my Instagram for and my social media in general for good, rather than using as an, a weapon right? Right. To, to get back at someone or to like show that I'm doing so good without you or anything like that. Because also that's not even like healing is just living in that, and that feeling that doesn't take you anywhere. So yeah, my friends definitely will, will call me out. And even now, that is even if it's a post that it is, they is just they just want to call me out. Um, like my last post, that my twerk wasn't as great as they wish you were. <laughs> they will tell me. They'll be the first ones to do.
1: Well, but you you are part, your business. You are part of the business. Meaning your image, who you are, is part of the business. You're not. You're not a bank teller, right? You're not going to the bank and it doesn't matter what you post, right? And the same is true with me with this podcast. Some of the most, most successful and most viewed and most commented on and personal you know, DMs I get is when I sit in my backyard and just send out a message. When I don't do that, I find that my numbers for the podcast go down and people aren't listening as much. As soon as I do that, people suddenly are listening. So what I'm saying is you're the business. And that's a very fine line to have to walk sometimes. Don't you think?
0: 100%. Yeah. Even when I was a dancer and now in fitness, like we, I've, I've always worked with an image selling, you know, it's either you're, you're getting higher for the job because of your skills slash the way you look slash how you fit in with the rest of the cast. And now in fitness, you are, I'm promoting health, uh, and and fitness and wellness but while that comes with not like of course your mental health your 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 well-being uh your health how whether like how you treat your body as well as uh your physical appearances some people work out because they just want to be healthier but th- there are people that go out there because they wanted to lose a few pounds or they wanted to fit in the wedding dresses if they have a goal in mind or you know so this is part of of uh, of of the business that I'm in it, 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 I like to think that it's bigger than just the visual, but the, I can't deny that there's the visual part of it as well. So it's a, it's a whole, it's a whole thing. And it, it and, and like I said, like I always say that um, uh, my mom always yells at me because she thinks that I work out too much. Well, a lot of the times it's not my option to, to do three workouts a day, but I taught classes and they count as a workout um, and I tell her, I was like, mom, that's what I do for a living is like, you're going to a dentist and the dentist has no teeth and they want to fix yours. So it's like, how am I going to trust that person that, you know what I mean? It doesn't have a teeth and one and wants to tell me what to do with mine. So I see it like that a little bit. Like I, I, I don't want to tell someone like motivate someone to work out and, and be healthy and, and do better and be sitting on my couch without motivation, just, eating fast food you know that's doesn't go together
1: totally now here's something else really good you became a u.s citizen back in april what was that like for you
0: wow what a journey um it's been uh it's been in the process for years i've became a resident back in the beginning of 2014 um and then in 2016, it's when I uh, applied for my permanent residence card, which never came, and my pro- my my whole process got stuck and lost in between offices. Because then I moved from New York to uh, to Los Angeles, so there was a time that I couldn't leave the United States. I was legal in the United States, but my lawyer was just uh, advised me to not leave the country, uh, just so I wouldn't risk not getting. Uh, not being able to get back in, and uh, I didn't even think I was going to be able to become a citizen for the next few years. I just was trying still to get my my permanent residence card so I could fly back and forth to visit my family. So I don't know what magic my lawyer did, but he found a loophole in the in the whole process and uh, and noticed that I was uh, eligible to apply for naturalization or citizenship. So it was it was a it was pretty amazing and exciting because I every year I thought that that would be the year that I would wrap up that situation so I could go visit my family or just have a little bit more of the freedom and uh, it kind of came last minute and it was it was uh exciting because once we apply for citizenship everything fall into place and moved very quickly and uh I've been here for 11 years, so I feel like I am a citizen of this country already. And now I'm excited that I can really have the, the not only like the duties, but the rights of a full citizen
1: and, and be here. You get to vote. I get to vote. Oh, so <laughs> exciting. What, yes. what advice would you give to somebody who's trying to get their social media good on? what good advice would you give?
0: First of all, I wish I had, I could say like how to get followers up or down because I can crack that code and I don't think I ever will. Uh, one of the things that I like from from this whole like what, decade that, that we've been, that this generation has been very present in social media, I think authenticity, it's great and it's something that people will look forward. Like they want to, they like there's a lot of people there on social media already that it's they are a character and I didn't want to fall into that. I try to be as authentic as I can. So authenticity is def and definitely finding your brand. Uh, and when I say that, I don't mean like you're trying to sell something, but. I I told that to friends that that wanted to grow their stories. Like, what, like, what, why are people following you? Why are you sharing with them? You know, um, if you have your, if your feed is too stagger into, oh, this is my art. Or, this is my, my college. Oh, this is my puppy. And then people don't understand what they're following. They, it has to kind of have a, a similar idea. Hence why I went ahead and, Kind of clean a lot of stuff from the past. I clean a lot of like my dance stuff because the era that I am right now is focusing on my fitness career. So I think that's something that is, um, it's very important to like know what you're, what you're sharing, what, or, and what do you want to share as well? You know, cause you want to, you want to be having a contact that you're passionate in creating and it doesn't feel like work because, uh, I know a lot of people that have social media as their full time job. And I don't want to feel, even my full-time job, I don't want it to feel like a full-time job. I I don't want something that I enjoy doing it.
1: Well, that is the, I mean, I could give you that life lesson. I just left my job back in March because I realized it's not fun anymore. And it's not serving me as a human. And it's not making the world a better place. And I'm not doing anything that's making a world a better place by staying there. And that's really like has always been my mission in my career. I've been doing my career now for 30 years. And I have always been like, if it's fun, we keep doing it. If it's not fun, we stop doing it. And that's true. I've said this before, whether it is friends, relationships, or career, family we're stuck with, but follow the fun. And and when I watch you and I've seen you and you pop up on my feed, your fun comes right through. You can tell that you're having a fun time.
0: And I I, I, I agree with you 100%. I, I think uh finding something that you enjoy doing it and even like you said personal relationships friends like i went to a phase i don't i I want to say like maybe a year or two ago and i've been trying to live by this mantra of if it's not adding anything positive in my life then i'm going to remove it so i can open space for something else that will add that positivity that that joy um cuz life is short and I I loved it when I was a dancer. I loved it when I was a performer. I got to a point to me that it was no longer fun. And I was just trying to do it because I felt like I needed to keep doing it. And I felt like if I had to quit to do something else, I would be a failure. Um, it wasn't the case. I'm happy with what I'm doing right now. Fitness is really bringing me the joy. I feel like I can inspire people. I can, uh, I love what I do. I love to work out, I love to motivate people to work out, and it's the same thing. Like with with my social media, I wanted like if it's fun, I'm gonna post, and if there's there are moments that you're gonna notice that I won't post for maybe a week, two, or even three, or the very very few posts because there's nothing that I it's, it's I'm not feeling in at the moment, and I don't want that to have that pressure of have a schedule or something. Uh, I you know it's too much.
1: We close these shows with the same three questions. Don't worry. You know all the answers. Question number one is so easy. Where do people find you? Where do people follow you?
0: Well, you can find me on uh, either Instagram or TikTok. They both have the same handle, which is my full name, Richard Biglia. Um They can follow me there. They can send me messages. I try to answer a lot of the request messages that I get if they are not inappropriate. If they're inappropriate, I will just... <laughs> pass through them but i try to connect with people that have like real questions if they are interested in fitness or anything that what i am doing i am happy to answer i am happy to guide you through it uh to give you my my two cents for sure
1: the next two questions can go back to anything we've already talked about or anything you want to say question number one is who inspires you
0: there's more than just like it's, well, it's, it, it is a cliche, but my, my, my mom is a big inspiration for me. Um, her resilience of raising two kids on her own by becoming widow way too soon. It's, it's a strength that I carry with me. And she, it's, it's a big inspiration. And also she taught me something that, uh, I feel like a lot of people need to learn, which is unconditional love. And I feel. Like, that's one of the biggest lessons that she taught me, and that's why I look up to her.
1: And the final question is not even a question, it's a statement, and we always close the show like this. It's simple. Tell me something good. Something
0: good. Stop pressuring yourself and just have a good time. You know, life is short.
1: Thank you, Richard, for sharing your good. Go get some good influence by him. Go follow him on TikTok and Instagram. You will be glad you did. Next time on World Gone Good. I am Faith Saley, and I've waited 99 episodes to share these words again. You're entering a world gone good for the hundredth time. Okay, is this really happening? Have we seriously reached our one 100th episode. Holy good shit, y'all. My pal, Emmy-winning CBS Sunday Morning Journalist slash NPR commentator slash author slash off-Broadway performer slash mother of two insanely creative good kids and wife to one gorgeously good husband slash my very first guest ever here on the show. That's a lot of slashes, I know. Faith Saley. Faith Saley, Emmy winner. Faith Saley from Uh, the Star Trek memes returns to flip the script and turn the good upside down literally that's right she will be your host and I will be the victim uh (laughs) I mean interviewee we're turning the tables to celebrate our hundredth good episode with you I cannot wait for you to hear it and yes please go ahead crack some good champagne and let's get the party started until then be good